0: Hallelujah! Somebody say the great exchange, or oh, say it like you mean it. The great exchange, or oh, as I say, say it like you mean it. The great exchange. Hallelujah! Isaiah chapter fifty-three, Isaiah chapter fifty-three, verse number one, two to five. The Bible says that, and who has believed our reports? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground, out of dry ground, he has no form of comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him and by his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Hallelujah. Matthew 27, 45 to 50. Now, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness all over the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out, with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, Labasabatani. That is my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there when they heard that said, This man is calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with salt vinegar and put it on a, on a reed and offered it to him to drink. Hallelujah. The rest said, let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come and save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Now we are told in the Bible that this man carried the iniquity of all of us. He exchanged, God exchanged Jesus for our sins. We know from Genesis chapter 3 that when by high treason man disobeyed God and ate of the fruits, it brought about sin. And the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Hallelujah. The soul that sins must die. That is what the scripture says. The soul that sinned must do what? Die. So the price of sin is death. And somebody has to pay the price. Somebody has to pay the price. When you sin, you see, God is a God of justice. If he was to allow sin to go on unpunished all the time, then he will not be a God of justice. Are you with me? He's a God of mercy. He's a God of love. He's a God of, of uh, giving and love and everything, but sin has to be paid for. Amen. So in his love, the Bible says, and God commended his love towards us in that was were yet sinners, Christ came and paid the price for us all. Now I want you to see some of the price that he paid because when they say price, sometimes it's very difficult for us to fathom and understand what the price is but I want you to look at the price and as we look at the price I don't want you to pay it again Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said as we look at the price that he paid, you don't have to pay it again. In law, there is something called jeopardy. Is it the law of what? Double jeopardy when somebody serves a sentence, they cannot serve that sentence again. Abigail, am I quoting the law right? Am I, am I on point? Okay. I told a friend, a friend, bishop friend of mine is that I have a, very, a lot of intellectuals in my church, so I have to be very care- careful what I say. If it was a, a, a church with not a lot of, you can say something and get away with. But this place you have to check Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. The Bible says let's go to uh, Isaiah 53. Somebody said the great exchange. Verse 2 says that for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground, there was no comeliness, there was no form or comeliness, and when we see him there is no beauty. And That we should desire. Verse 3 says that he was despised and rejected by men. Someone say he was rejected by men. Or say like you mean he was rejected by men. The first price was rejection. The price of rejection. Someone say the price of rejection. Now let me show you the address of the rejection that he suffered. Matthew 27 verse 15. Bible says that. Now at the feast, uh, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at the time, he he had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ. For they knew that they had handed him over because of envy. Hallelujah. And while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife said to him, Say, have nothing to do with this man, this just man. For I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. Then the governor answered and said to them, to which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Barabbas, hallelujah. And Pilate said to them, what then shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? And they said, let him be crucified. Hallelujah. Let him be crucified. That's uh, Matthew 27, 15 through to 22. Hallelujah. Now, Barabbas was a a notorious criminal. He was an insurrectionist. Barabbas was trying very hard to gain independence. He was a freedom fighter who was trying to gain independence of Rome for the Jews. So he was killing the roman soldiers and he had killed one and he had been caught and in those days when they catch uh, 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 an insurrectionist the thing that they do is the, the roman soldiers will crucify that particular person but i want you to understand that the name barabbas gives us a clue why the jews or the high priest and the pharisees went into the crowd to tell the crowd that, no, don't let them crucify Jesus. Let them crucify let them, not crucify Barabbas but let them crucify Jesus. The word Barabbas, when you say Ba, Ba means son of. Are you with me? So Simon by Jonah means Simon, the son of what? Jonas. And Abba means father. So the name Barabbas means son of the father. Now uh, historians or biblical historians believe that Barabbas was a son of one of the Pharisees. One of the fathers. That's why he was called Barabbas. Son of a father. Are you with me? And in those days, I mean the name Jesus was a very common name. Barabbas, uh, Bible historians say that was also called Jesus. So it was Jesus, Barabbas, or Jesus the Christ, so he said that. Or is this the Christ? Or is this the Jesus that they call Christ? Because he had to differentiate between Jesus Barabbas or Jesus the Anointed One. Are you getting Are you getting the story? But this particular thing comes from way back. Remember that this uh, scripture we read in Isaiah fifty-three comes from. Uh, prophecy that prophet Azar gave 700 years ago before this particular time. So 700 years ago, prophet Azar said that a man will be rejected deliberately by the people and his re- re- rejection is what will break our inclusion. The opposite of rejection is What? Acceptance, inclusion. If you go to Leviticus 16, give me Leviticus 16. You see that in the high priestly order, when it came to the place or the time for atonement, they had to go through a certain certain ritual. Leviticus 16 from verse 7 says that, and he shall take two goats. Somebody said two goats. Remember, Jesus Barabbas and Jesus the anointed one he shall take two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation which means that it has to be done in front of the congregation remember that they are doing this in front of the multitude that they have two goats ah you getting it which one are we going to let loose which one are we going to keep and Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for the Lord, and the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which the lot's lot fell and offer him as a sin offering. Are you getting it? But the goat on which the Lord fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before who? Before who? To make an atonement with him to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. Uh, I don't know whether you understand where I'm going with this. He says that two goats are going to be presented. And they will cast lots. And when the lot fell on goat one, goat one is going to be sacrificed for the sins of the people. Not the sin of the goats. Are you with me? But the second goat shall be presented to the Lord on the be- on the behest of the God that has been killed. Because the God that has been killed has now sanctified the God that is escaped. So now the God that has escaped has the right to come to the presence of God. I don't know whether I'm preaching to the right church because I'm not hearing somebody say anything to me. So when, when, when Jesus was presented for him to be the lamb that was slain, he has to be without sin. because if he has sin, then his death will be to pay for his own sin. Mm, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And as for the goat that was going to be set free, he can have a lot of sin. So long as this goat without sin is killed, that goat's uh, blood will sanctify this goat's. And everybody else, that is in the congregation. Are uh, you understanding what I'm saying? So when the Pharisees, you know, it's like our colleague's son. We know that this boy is a bad boy. We know he has joined those Al-Qaeda people and they are killing people and they are doing all sorts of things. But he's our son. So if we have to present, choose between him, and this Jesus who is calling himself the Christ, he's calling himself why don't we go into the congregation and get the congregation on our side so that they will say spare Barabbas. Spare Barabbas. Spare Barabbas and crucify the Christ. Because one has to be rejected so that the congregation will be accepted. So, the first prize was the price of his reject, rejection. Remember, Jesus says that, love your enemies. When your enemy needs water, give him water. When they need food, give him food. Barabbas, on the other hand, is saying that when you see your enemy, kill him. Are you getting a two, two different goats that have been presented? One says that when you see your enemy, kill him. The other one says that when your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. Love your enemies. In fact, when he was being arrested, one of his, his uh, uh, accomplices cut the ear of one of the servants of the, of the priest. And instead of him encouraged to kill fire for fire he actually made a miracle there hallelujah that rejection that he suffered is what has made us able to be presented to the lord the goats being killed is an exchange exchanging us we are trading our sins For acceptance. We are trading our rejection because sin, remember, um, is it Jeremiah 29 that says that the hand of the Lord is not short that he cannot save, nor his ear heavy that he cannot hear, but your sin has brought a separation between you and God. There is a separation there. Are you getting it? But when that goat is presented. That goat, his sacrifice. See, the, the, what it used to do. So the word scapegoat means the goat that deserved to die but has been escaped. Are you getting it? So when I say scapegoat, it means the scapegoat runs out. Isaiah 59: verse what? 1, 2. Your sin has separated you before the Lord. Your sin has brought, your iniquities has brought separation. But that separation is the price of sin. And the, the, the work that was done 2,000 years ago was to buy our inclusion. So separation for Inclusion. So don't walk as a rejected person. Some of us we don't want to come to the Lord, especially when we feel that we have sinned. We don't want to pray. How many know what I'm talking about? Your your your, your inclusion is because of Jesus Christ, the goat or the lamb that was slain on our behalf. That was the first prize. The second prize, let's look at it. Are, are you learning something? He was rejected by a man of sorrows, acquainted with what? Grief. Acquainted with grief. Grief is an emotion, or grief is is a pain that we suffer because of disappointment. How many have been disappointed before? How many have some... You see, you can be in grief, and people around you will not know. You can be in grief and nobody around you will know that you are in grief because you will still smile, you will still do what you have to do, but you are in grief because grief is internal. And the Bible says that when he was rejected and reviled, he reviled not. He was a man of sorrows, a man acquainted with grief. He bore all our grief. All our sorrows, he took them on. So why are you working with grief? Why are you trying to pay the price that has already been paid? You want to do two punishments for one crime. It is illegal for you to work in grief. I say it's illegal for you to work in what? Grief and sorrow because the sorrow and the grief has been paid for already. Amen. He was rejected. How many know that when you are rejected, you feel disappointed? The people that you, 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 you love reject you. In, in uh, 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 is it Romans 1, he came to his own. By his own, received him not. John chapter 1, 12. He came to his own. By his own, received him not. But as many as received him, To them, he gave the power or the right to become what? The sons of God, the children of God. It is a very disappointing thing when you love somebody and you've come to the person, you love and they and they reject you. Uh, How many have suffered some rejection before? Some people are trying to preach their own message. I do not mind you. I won't mind you. You have been heard. Hmm. A man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5 says that, but he was wounded for our transgressions. The next one was wounds. 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 He was wounded for our transgression. How many have suffered some wounds before? Uh, how many are currently suffering some wounds you know sometimes hurts or wounds are physical which means you can see it sometimes some wounds are emotional and internal which you cannot see and sometimes the wounds that cannot be seen they are more dangerous than the one you can see some, somebody can be wounded and throughout their lives they will go through the whole life with that wound. Are you with me? As a young child, a young uh, girl or boy, you were raped. The physical scars may heal but the emotional scar, the mental scar does not heal. Sometimes people carry that, heel, that scar into their marriages and they are not right husband or wife material because of the abuse. Sometimes that abuse makes them live in, a very, uh, in life as a funny person. They can't keep relationships. They cannot keep, you know. They cannot be in a place for, for a long time. They cannot have fellowship for a long time because somehow that, that rejection or that hurt will will come up. You know, when a scar is on the skin, a little a little uh, bruising or a little scrape can open the wound up again, and so that it's even deeper. And you cannot even ah, this small thing. How are you reacting like you have just had the greatest gash or the greatest wound? It's got that wound has been there. It's only a skin that is covering it, but the wound still exists. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he, he took away our wounds on his body. Both internal and external wounds he took so that we can go with no wounds. We can be the scapegoat that goes without the wound. Hallelujah. What a great exchange. What a great exchange. What a great exchange. So why are you carrying the wound? Why are you carrying the wound that has been healed and taken away and you are still trying to carry it? This evening, leave it to Jesus. I said, this evening, leave it to Jesus. This, that goat was slain so that we will go scot free. Hallelujah. He has taken that price. He, that, that he has paid that price. He has taken that pain. So don't carry the pain. Do not carry the pain for him. He has taken the pain already in his body. Am I talking to somebody? Emotional wounds. Let it go tonight tonight we are going to leave all our emotional scars here. And we are going to make a covenant with this altar. That as I'm walking away from this altar, I leave this wound here on the lamb that was slain. So let the lamb that was slain carry my wound and I'm going scot-free. I don't care how long that wound has been. I don't care how deep the, the wound is. Tonight you are leaving the wound here before you go. Uh, can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. How many believe that you are going to leave your wounds here? You are not going to carry. That rejection, you are going to leave here. That disappointment, you are going to leave here. That pain, you are going to leave here. You are not going to go with that pain again. You are carrying the pain that somebody inflicted on you. And the person is gone somewhere. The person who inflicted the pain has gone. They are on their merry way, doing whatever they are doing and you are still carrying the pain. And how many know that those who have pain inflict pain on others? So now you have become a pain inflictor because of the pain you are carrying. Everywhere, you go, any relationship you go going to, you inflict pain. And you, see, you use that uh, counter, uh, counter logic that I'm trying to protect myself. So in protecting myself, I have to cause pain. Jabez says that his name meant pain. Sorrow. And he came to a place and said, that I don't want that prison. I don't want to stay in that prison anymore. I don't want to stay in the prison of pain anymore. So he came to the Lord and said, that, Oh Lord, tonight I am here. And I'm saying that my name is pain. But Lord, let it not pain me. Let pain not pain me. Let pain not inflict me. Get, get me that scripture. Is it Second Chronicles 4, 4-10? Or 1 Chronicles 4-10, one of them. He said, let that pain not be my prison. Can I hear someone say that that pain will not be my prison? That or say like you mean that pain will not be my prison. I will not live in that prison anymore. Hallelujah. I am determined not to live in that prison. This guy, Jabez, was determined that he won't live in that prison. He says, I need to break free from that prison. So he prayed. I'm waiting for you. First Chronicles 4.10 Four, nine, and ten. Quickly, please. I don't want to live in that prison no more. I don't want to live in that prison. So he prayed, "That let it be well with me, Lord. Let it, let let me tonight not live here the same as I came." Is it frozen? Okay. Let me use my own Bible, since they don't want to give me a Bible. Hallelujah. Jabez called upon the Lord God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you bless me indeed and enlarge my border, that your hand will be upon me, that you keep me from pain and harm, so that it might not bring me pain. Hallelujah. And God granted him what he asked. Tonight, God is going to grant you what you ask. I said, tonight, God is going to grant you what you ask. Tonight you are going to live here without any pain. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty-one says that for he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God. Amen. You know, bruised that the word he was bruised for our transgression. In the Hebrew is the word there is dakar, daka, d a k a. And means to crash or to be crushed. To be broken. You know, if, I think because of Pastor Gloria, I wanted to show the, uh, what, what is it called again? The passion of Christ as I'm preaching. But I've been warned that I shouldn't do that. So I'm not going to do it. But, so blame her. And I was going to show it whilst I'm preaching. You know, Bible scholars say that the wound that Jesus suffered on his okay, good. Thank you, thank you. He needs that laceration. You know, they use the the cut the the uh, cut of nine lives. Is it, is it is that the name of the whip? The the cut of nine when they whip you. Can you see the guy behind? When he whips and he's pulling it back, it, it's like hooks. So as they are pulling, it pulls the flesh. Are you getting he pulls the flesh? Now people some people don't want to watch you. Look at me, don't watch you. Look at me. <laughs> Hello. Ah, Sharon, you're a nurse. How can you be afraid of blood? Somebody water her, and nurse who is afraid of blood? You are somewhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was the, the laceration is supposed to bring the Bible says he was wounded for our transgression. Transgression is a sin that you know to be a sin that you commit. You know the law. The law says thou shall not steal. So stealing is what? A sin. You know it. Then you transgress the law or you go and steal. It means you have broken the law. And it has to be punished. But it says that he was bruised for our iniquities. The word iniquities means that you are living inside the sin. Are you with me? He was was wounded for a transgression. That I just said, transgression. You break the law. That's it. To transgress the law, that laceration and the piercings on the hand. Yeah, I was saying to you that uh, Bible historians are saying that it was not in the palm. The the nail was in between the wrist because the palm is not strong enough to carry the whole weight of the body. So it will be in between the hollow of, because the Bible says none of his bones were broken. If you pierce the palm, you break the skeleton that is here. But in between the tibia and the fibia, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Doctor David, is it not? Am I right? Uh, your your wife says I'm wrong, so what is it called? Those two bones, what are they called? Radius and which one is the tibia and the Fibia? The leg one. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that one. Let me finish with this one. The radius and the honor. honor. Okay. You see, I always say that me, I, I, I preach to intellectual people, so I have to get my facts right. It's okay. It's not everything you know. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. My time is up. So, the 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 nail was on in between the wrist, here and there. And on the feet, it was in between the metatarsal. Is it? What is it called? Metatarsals. You people, I'll mind you. I'll mind you. I'll mind you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that is yeah exactly wh- that is exactly where the, the nail was put. It was put there. So that our sins have been paid for. Our transgressions have been paid for. Our iniquities have been paid for. The chastisement of our peace. Someone say, Chastisement. Do you know what chastisement is? It's whippings. The whippings that he was receiving consistently is so that when you sleep, you don't toss and tend. When you sleep, you are not worried about things that are happening, things that will happen, things that are going to happen. Oh, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? No, he has taken that pain and that, that price has been paid already. So as you are tossing and turning, you are trying to pay the price that has been paid already. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. You are trying to pay the, the penalty that has been paid already. You can't pay the same penalty twice. Hallelujah. He has paid it. He has done the exchange. And I like the the next one. He says that the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. The crown, isn't it? Chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. You know, the crown of tongues That was put on his head. It was supposed to take away all the mental agonies. The mental pain that we suffer. And it's also a picture of the ram that Abraham eventually sacrificed in place of Isaac. Because the ram was caught by its horns in the ticket. The ram was wearing a crown of tongues. That ram had been kept in the stationary position because when pain happens in your head, it keeps you in a stationary position. You don't feel like moving because of the pain that is in your mind. There's nothing worse than worry. Anxiety, worry, is a torment that will keep you disabilized. you, You keep you disabled in one place. Mental agony. I came to speak to anybody that is here that has that mental agony. You're always worried. How many know what I'm talking about? Always worried about things that you don't have to worry about but you're worried about it. As if by worry you can add one cubit to your life. As if by worry you can change what is happening. No, 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 no. Learn to give it to Jesus and go to sleep. The trouble is going to happen tomorrow morning. Me, tonight, when I go to sleep, I'm, I'm asleep. Faster sleep. 2010, for something I can't change. <laughs> Somehow, Bible says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, for them that are called according to his purpose. And I am a great believer of that. So even if it looks like it's going to be a bad thing, that will happen. I know that somehow God will turn it around for my good. So I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I won't worry about it. Because my worry cannot add anything to it. I remember we were given five days to either buy this building or lose it because somebody had come with money and was waiting. And they gave us five days. First, uh, three days came to pass. There was nothing. We had only two days left. How many know that it's a very anxious moment? We had invested so much in the place already and we didn't know what to do. Now, guess what? When I go to sleep, I sleep. (laughs) I said, when I go to sleep, I sleep somehow somehow some way somehow God turned everything around that we got the building before the five days was over I said we got the building before the five days was over yeah. anxiety is not a good thing anxiety is is a prison that Satan puts you in. A prison that Jesus has already gone there to pay the price. You are always in there. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything with prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Do not allow mental bombardments. The crown that you wore was so that you will have a free mind. Someone said, my mind is free. Says that my mind is free. And my mind is not going to be imprisoned by Satan. Worry is not going to imprison me. Our peace, chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. And the Bible said, with his stripes we are already healed. So when you feel symptoms of sickness in your body, You go back to the word and say that the word declares that with the stripes I am already healed. And tonight I claim my healing because I'm not going to be in prison twice. I'm not going to pay the price that has been paid for me already. Jesus paid it all. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to go through that pain again. Somebody put your hand on your head. Say, my mind is free. Oh, speak to your mind and say, let this mind be free. Speak to your mind right now. Speak to your mind right now. A crown of tongues was laid upon his head. It was laid upon his head so that your mind will be set free. Hallelujah. His side was pierced. When they thought Jesus was dead and he was not moving, one of the Roman soldiers took a, a spear and thrust it on his side. And the Bible says that blood and water came out. And it meant that he had already died. So his bones were not broken. Hallelujah. That brutal act was necessary to prove to doubters that Jesus was dead for real. Without that act, maybe some people have said that he did not die. But we know scientifically that he died. Because when you die, your blood is, is it extra light? What is it called? You are put me on the spot. i put you on the spot. Sorry? When the blood is not flowing anymore, Check it, it's extra light or something. The doctor, now I'm educating the doctor. The nurses have gone to sleep already. <laughs> if, the, if doctors are struggling, how would nurses know? <laughs> I'm looking for the word. When the blood stops flowing, it's called something. It starts with E and water comes it means that the blood goes to the bottom and the water is on the top there's a term- terminology for it sorry no the lawyers are trying to help the doctors <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah my two doctors, you're not helping me. Okay. The the physicians have gone to sleep. (laughs) The physicists have gone to sleep. Have you got it? I'm sure he went to bring some (laughs) fire, remove something. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> we are not interested in the weather. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many have learned some things? He died for real. He paid the price. What a great exchange. The lamb that was released. Went into the wilderness. Went to the world well to live its life. That lamb is no longer bound. That lamb is no long, does no longer belong to uh, whoever was trying to kill it. The lamb is free. To roam in the wilderness as a free lamb. Because it's an escape goat. The, the goat has left to